Hello, listeners. Julian here. Our theme song comes courtesy of Modoff, a Chicago-based rock band that absolutely rocks. You can find out everything about Modoff at modaff.bandcamp.com, and you can see their cool content on Instagram at Modoff the Band. That's M-O-D-A-F-F, the band. Thanks, listeners. That was going to be my other Daniel. opener was Arctic Monkeys when they for, opened for That would have been a very good one, but also keys. kind of like, that's kind of like a you saw them then because like they're so big ball. now. Yeah. You saw the Arctic Monkeys open for Black Keys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? And it wasn't a co-headlining? No. No, it was in St. Louis. Wow. They they were like, like Alex. I remember I wanted to go and Alex got tickets without me. I think um, Bob Humbug had come out like maybe it's a not Bob Humbug. That. It's just Humbug. Or Humbug, yeah. Bah, bah humbug. No, some no sucking and see. It would have been sucking and see because that was like 2012. Yeah. Bah, bah humbug was their Christmas it. album. <laughs> jingle bells, bah. jingle bells. My name's Alex Turner. Jingle bells from seven eight. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Fucking the worst. Welcome back oh. to Did You Bring Earplugs? Now, we have a question, Did folks. Did you? Did you bring earplugs? I hope you didn't, because this is a podcast, and you should be wearing earbuds, not earplugs. Come on, dummy. Here's a fact that we here at Did You Bring Earplugs have been wanting to educate our listeners, our droves of listeners, who number in the millions. Mm-hmm. Uh a fact that we've wanted to educate, because really, what are, we, what are we here to do? We're not only here to entertain. We're not only here to make you laugh. We're here to spread awareness. We're here to make you cry. We're here to make you learn, to make you Hard. learn. Horny. And what we want you to learn today <laughs> are, are, are two things. One, earplugs don't allow sound in. Or they, if they do, they allow a very small amount of sound in. Like if you were to put earplugs in first and then earbuds in over those playing our podcast, which undoubtedly you are because we are your favorite podcast. You have to go to the hospital. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> The ear canal is not built for that. No, 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 no. There's no room for two in that yeah. canal. And, and if you're using those cheap little earplugs that you get like at concerts, they are very porous. Mm-hmm. They will just absorb uh-huh. a lot of ear blood. Yeah, yeah, so much blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second thing, perhaps the most important thing that we wanted to educate you about, educate you about, mm-hmm. is that we all went to go see a little band. This little one. L I L apostrophe, called, and. Let me know if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly. El Nacional. El Nacional. Mm-hmm. El Nacional. Known to plebeians as the National. <laughs> Folks, well, first of all, my name is Julian Suga. I did <laughs> not introduce myself. Oh, shit. Uh, why don't you all introduce yourselves? Ah, uh, hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have Sasha. Sasha with her her <laughs> normal opening that she does every time, which is ah, <laughs> oh, there goes. <laughs> she unhinges her jaw, her, the, the top of her face detaches from the rest of her head. Yeah, uh, Terrence and Phillips, style. just like mm-hmm. a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she lets out her her famous catchphrase. <laughs> but that was Sasha Otto, everybody. Yes, that's me. Who else is here? It's a me, Michael. 
It's a me. Our resident Michael. Italian stereotype, yes. Mike, who only has one name, no others. Yes. My, no, you're supposed to say Mike. I'm the Michael. He's just the like artist the formerly national. known as Mike. Who yeah. who who came into existence when a an, when a, a group of mold spores bubbled out of a cauldron uh, on the side of the road one day, <laughs> and just Mike arose out of it, just gaunt and pale. Yeah. Actually, um, I was raised in a sewer, and some radioactive sludge had mixed with a turtle and hit me, and that's why I'm also called Michelangelo, and I rove the streets <laughs> at night fighting samurais. I always wondered that about and some you. Some dude so named Shredder. I mean, look at his legs. Like, he can kick a thousand people at once. Yeah. And I'm really good with nunchucks. Nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> They're nunchucks that make you go them. numb. <laughs> yeah, They're, They're going to numb you right up. Yeah. <laughs> they just give you they just give Get you, you ready arms. for a dental uh, <laughs> procedure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, nurse, would you apply the nunchucks? <laughs> just whack you in the face and you're unconscious. How is <laughs> that mouth hole feeling? <laughs> is there enough nunchucks applied? I'm sorry, I've forgotten my nunchucks at home. All I have are my size. Mm. Yeah, they'll probably work the same yeah. way. <laughs> Boy, are my gums sure bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> also, my cheeks. <laughs> Who else is here? I'm here. My name's Jillian Van Overbeck. And how, how were you born? I was born on August the 9th, 1989. I didn't say when. I said how. Well, I want Would you provide us with your works. social security number, too, please? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's start out at the top, and we're going to go roll through all three nine digits. <laughs> 39 <laughs> digits. Because Jillian normal, is from right? the future. <laughs> yes. A yeah. galactic space confederation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, of yeah. course, as always, we have... The ghost of Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. Just, you know, standing vigil in the corner. What's up, Phoebe? You will not hear her on camera. You will not hear her on mic, but just know, listener, she is here, and she is terrifying. She's eating soup, too, for some reason. It's too hot. But it's just passing right through her. It's just spacho. It's just splorching all over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you're expecting room yeah, it's weird. I mean, we all we all know that soups or or broth based foods are you know the chosen sustenance for ghosts, mm-hmm. but it's also very messy because it just splurts right out of yeah. their little ghost tails right onto the floor. Yeah, I hate a splurt. Splurts are bad. I heard no. I hate a splurch. Love a splurch. Uh-huh. How do you guys feel about spurts? Um, in terms of growth, I did or... not I did not qualify it. I'm just saying spurts of all kinds. Mm, okay. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm at. Yeah, Mike, I, was, about, I'm not, I was about to ask a very gross question. Growth that. spurts overrated. <laughs> I still have stretch marks. Me too, baby. I hate shrink mm-hmm. spurts. Shrink spurts? You know, and you wake up and you've lost six inches. Oh. Are you talking about your... Six pee-pee? inches. That oh, yeah, off the penis. That medical condition. Okay. Yeah. Talking about the pee-pee, okay. Mm-hmm. I have to say the pee-pee for some reason. Folks, what the fuck are we doing here today? Oh, we're talking about the national. All oh, right, I already mentioned that, and then we just got off on a real <sighs> tangent of nonsense. Sorry. So we went to see the national at the Huntington Bank Pavilion Huntington in Chicago, Illinois, Northerly Island. Now, first of all, I would like to go around the table, and uh, in oh, boy. in a succinct number of oh, words, describe okay. to me the venue. Oh, so, I so, would love to. So let's love let's to. say. Can we do that? You sure can. You, you know, you can do it in whatever. Mm. You can, yes. So in, in, in <laughs> Matt Berninger's voice, lead well. singer of the National, uh, describe the Huntington Bake Pavilion, Huntington Bake Pavilion uh, to someone who has not been there. I would ruin my voice if I did it. 
a la Matt Berninger, but She's I'm right. gonna just go for it like this. Okay. Um, it was absolute hell. I'll never go back to that venue. I hated it with my entire being. Mm-hmm. Good lord, was that bad. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, on the way in there, like, in the line to get into the line for security, before we even gotten, yeah, before we'd even gotten past, like, the gates, I was like, this is going to be probably a pain to get out of. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying not to be too negative, but we, like, got in there, and I felt like we walked through, like, a football field to get there, and then it was, like, a state fair. Yeah. Um, but minus the elephant ears, so why? Why, Um yeah. And then it was just bad. It's bad. Yeah. Sasha, give me your description. Yeah. Um, I mean, we went there like two weeks before that. Ski following John Misty. And oh my God, you can hear everyone talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't stop talking for some reason during a band that you shouldn't talk during. And... God, I fucking hate that place. But how can you not talk when you have to, you know, introduce your girlfriend, your girlfriend very loudly to literally everybody hey, George. in the crowd? This is my girlfriend. Did you say girlfriend, Scott? Oh my God. Hey, Clark, come over here. Hold on. So she's a girl and a friend? What? It, what? Mike. Give me your description of the Huntington Big uh, Pavilion. It's a real shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it seems like it was a deserted parking lot. That yeah. they're like, yeah, hmm, yeah. this would make a great spot to put a huge stage and charge exorbitant fees and some risers or tall boy shitty beers like Budweiser, mm-hmm. uh, eighteen bucks a can for tall boy, and uh, just get a bunch of bros together to circle jerk it. And that's the Huntington Bank Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you took some of the words right out of my mouth. Here's how I imagine it went down. Some land developer was like, well, this used to be a parking lot, but we don't really need it to be a parking lot anymore. What can we put here to simultaneously make the most money, but also provide the most unpleasant experience for concert goers? I know we will, on this very unlevel plot of land, put a stage that's too short, too far away from every vantage point, and mm-hmm. then put seating in a seemingly random configuration, mm-hmm. uh, but punctuated by just an endless sea of kiosks where you can spend too much money on too little product. Mm-hmm. I, like, there were so many tents there. Yeah. Like what were it almost any felt of them like selling? it almost felt like a music festival in a way, like the way or a carnival. Yeah, like just the way the stage was set up and how far it was and then all the tents for food and stuff and merch and all that like just felt I don't even think we saw a merch table. No. But like just like it just feels so odd that place. The only I think the best thing about it is that it keeps in the sound very well because like when we were we went to Father John Misty, we were kind of late, but we could hear him when we were walking. And I feel like it wasn't too loud from where we were. It was still you could tell he was playing, but it wasn't like so loud that it felt like it would disrupt the other cuz like it's kind of by like the planetarium and 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 the and, and the field, yeah, and the museum campus. So like it, it you would worry that it would distract those areas but it really doesn't yeah. so that's like the one upside yeah so speaking of hearing music as they're approaching the venue uh the oh. band oh can i we're all groaning because we're very this? sad well let's mm-hmm. say it because like so yeah. the show got like delayed because of the weather mm-hmm. um and part of the reason why we were waiting in line to get 
our tickets was because people were going back into the venue at that point. Because we got there probably right around when, like, Always was, like, they were probably, like, halfway through their set. Because yeah. I think we heard, like, three songs when we were in line. Yep. And there was just, there was no attempt at organizing no the organized. crowd. No. Uh, Nothing. They, like, people were running up to the front and, like, just... Yeah, so if you've ever been to a concert, you know that there's usually, like, a... a, a pretty attendance a line going in yeah mm-hmm. it would make These sense things called lines you know yeah. we queue up we are orderly people we are mm-hmm. we impose order on the chaos but apparently the line meant fucking nothing yeah. and we just saw a line oh and lined God, up in it so and like okay our fault for getting in line and just being cheap but also they should have had like an employee be, being like no just fucking walk like just yeah. on mass just walk towards the venue right. yeah um very frustrating yeah, it was awful. No corralling of people whatsoever. Like no. I, I had wanted to see the national for so many years. I probably still would have bought a ticket, but I had wanted to see it always for mm-hmm. a long time too. And I was like, oh my god, two bands I love so much mm-hmm. on the same bill. This is gonna be amazing. And then like the pain of being in that long unorganized line and just knowing I was gonna miss that whole set. Yeah. So like mad. we literally got in out of the security line like as they ended. Like they were done when by the time we were yep. walking to the to our seats and yeah. it was a real disappointment because we we saw them at at acl and the national was like right after them which is interesting but um they were great and i would love to see like an actual set of that band Me um, too. they're they're like just from listening alone they're one of those bands that kind of sounds almost exactly the same live mm. like but that's just like a to show that they're very organized and they're you know good with sound technician and sound engineering and all that yeah. so like they they seem like a very like cohesive and just like clean cut like just good like indie band i don't know they're they're great and, and i i don't want to completely blame the venue for us missing them because like we mm-hmm. we tried to time it so that we weren't there too early and obviously with the weather yeah, concerns and things like that nice, yeah. but also because i hate that venue i will blame it completely yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a nightmare. So we got to hear th- what three or four songs from by line. always the opener mm-hmm. from yeah from the line, which is um, not, no, it is the ideal way to listen to a band from oh. a distance. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you really you really want to just kind of hedge all of the all of the kind right. of you know unique aspects of the sound, so mm-hmm. it's just kind of yeah. a little bit muffled, echoey. You want to guess what part of the can. chorus they're on, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, try to sing along and they're like, oh no, they're into the second verse. Okay. Yeah. Really, the ideal way to listen to a band is through a phone that a small speaker has been placed next to. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the phone is like in a cup mm-hmm. of and water. Of water. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those old like like box phones that you have to stand and there's like the yeah. separate earpiece. Mm-hmm. You have to hold your ear and you have to operator. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a 1920s operator on the yeah. other side. Mm-hmm. Linda Smith, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhode Island, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. She's my HR lady. She's the whitest Mexican I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we've obviously expressed our mm, feelings about the venue and mm-hmm. our non-experience with the opener. How was the main set? I got great. Mitigated? Yeah. It was a great set. Yeah. Um, this is my third time seeing them. This is the first time seeing them not at a festival. And I'm really bummed that it still kind of felt like that. But that being said, it was still really good. I mean, they, they're they just really good live. Like, they just, 
you would think that their music, because it, it's a lot of it is slower and a little sad, mm-hmm. that it's going to be kind of just like a chill, sit and listen type of thing. But Matt Berninger has this presence on stage that's yeah. just like There's electric for something. So like their music is usually somber. So like mm-hmm. it, it, he really radiates on stage. It's, it's just wonderful to watch him. He's got like a sad energy. Like, he does. It's like a very relatable energy. How those two <laughs> words energy. together? Like, like I always I don't know, but like. It. He reminds me kind of of just anybody kind of singing along to their favorite album in their bedroom, like while he, at a funeral. Like mm-hmm. he, like when you're, when I, like you're listening to a sad album that you love, and you're kind of just like roll, like arms in the air, just like singing along and like jumping on your bed. Like he kind of has that energy because he goes into the crowd a lot and like. I don't know. He just, I just really like watching him on stage. I like that. It's it. It feels intimate, regardless, or, or despite being at a, a an enormous venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He it, he reminds me of uh, if you had like a really cool lit professor. Ooh. Totally. And, and I always call him the English professor. Yeah. Professor. Yeah. And then one day he came in like a little drunk, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Today class." One of you. He takes the book and he's like, "See this old dusty thing," and he throws it. He throws it like towards the door. He meant to throw it out the door, but he had closed the door. But mm. he's a little drunk, so he forgot, and he just kind of hits the door and flops on the ground. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, "Today class, we're gonna learn by doing, and by doing, I mean, da- like dancing ish." I mean, dancing, <laughs> dancing. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, 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 according to um, his wife, he's kind of a goofball, mm-hmm. and I think um, that's how the somberness is tempered by yeah. his kind of uh, childlike energy, or however that that energy manifests. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he he has a magnetic. He's not like a very boisterous stage presence, right, but, but there's he just can't something. take his ear. Yeah, eyes out yeah, totally. However, it was. We're going to keep going back to this well. It was very hard to concentrate on the performance because mm-hmm. of the people around us. Yeah, it, that was another thing that was really upsetting. Like I said, like that's one thing with that venue is that you can hear everyone talking because people just for some reason wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was next to a group of six people, uh, three guys and three girls, uh, who were talking throughout the entirety of the concert, literally uh, throughout the entirety of the concert. At one point, two of the guys were talking about a music festival that they were going to go to. Um, so, you know, like they, they were planning out the next event that they were going to ruin for other people. Um, and I was like, do you, have you not seen each other for years? Right. Like, is there not a better time to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and then I don't think people understand, maybe it's not a well-known fact, but like your ear automatically gravitates towards conversational tones, mm-hmm. like vocal tones. Mm-hmm. Like you will inherently notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you, I was trying very, very hard to concentrate on what was happening in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, aka the reason that we went to this venue and paid, you know, a relatively high sum of money to be in the yeah. presence of this band. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's <coughs> impossible. It felt like you know my attention was split the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was getting very, very sick in the middle of <laughs> You guys had to deal with, oh, like, Oh, yeah, you were, like, half dead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I was in the middle, and I didn't have to deal with the... I could still, like, feel your frustration, and I could hear bits of it, but I was also just getting extremely ill. But um, the show was still great for me, and they played a number of songs that I really wanted them to mm-hmm. play. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. They played Terrible Love, and I was like, ah... 
Yeah, I was what was the song that. that you wanted to hear that they didn't play? I need my girl. Davis says that I look taller, I can't get my head around it. I keep feeling smaller and smaller. Yeah, me too. I that I know it. that that was on some other previous set list. Maybe their set list got slightly shortened. Yeah, well, I think they keep shuffling yeah, around they also the are shuffling old ones stuff around, yeah. that they choose to play each show, you know, mm -hmm. um, or else I'm sure the set list would get, get boring, stale. Yeah, boring I mean, they have so many play. songs, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, how long have they, they've been around for 13, so 14 years? Long. Eight, longer. 18 years. Eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 18 years. Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's, like, crazy to think that. But yeah. Oh, man. You have your phone out with you, I'll say. Oh, it looks like you want to say something. You have been I curiously mean, silent we, this episode. Are we going around Ma talking about I almost called you Matt. Songs yet, he does look like Matt. He looks like a Matt. It's just a conversation, babe. <laughs> okay. Just a conversation, babe. Hi, babe. Um, I like that there was a nice mix. I wish they would have played more of their earlier, like not early, early stuff, but like Alligator and... Boxer are my favorite I think favorite they did play album. a song or two mm -hmm. from Alligator. They did play yeah. some, Definitely yeah, one like song from Alligator. Yeah. Mr. November was great. That's oh, like one that of my favorite really songs. That was so great. good to hear. Uh, the song is actually it. about John Kerry and just how yeah. uncomfortable running for president must be like. They were wrapping up uh, Alligator at the time, the album, and were feeling a lot of pressure to like finish strong. And some, and that, but that was happening at the same time as the election when Obama had first. Not Obama, right? Yeah. yeah oh, no, Obama? because Obama was. Well, he kind of like dethroned Carrie during the debates. Oh, like, it oh, was a rough yeah. start or whatever. Yeah. But the song was originally about um, John Kerry, and then later they actually printed shirts with uh, Obama's, you know, iconic image on there that said "Mr. November" underneath it, and oh. they sold these shirts and donated all the proceeds to Obama's campaign. Campaign. Wow. I did not know that. That's yeah. super cool. <laughs> so like they keep claiming that they're not very political but they're politically active, yeah. like, mm -hmm. quite a bit. They yeah. play, you know, for uh, Beto's campaign and mm -hmm. Obama's campaign and all, you know, all yeah. these different... It's not really in the content of their music, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Their songs are, like, political adjacent. I mean, you could politicize anything these days, you know? Yeah, it's true, so. you could. Except for uh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. can't, can't politicize that that blue <laughs> devil. Blue, blue devil with red teeth. With devil. human teeth. <laughs> Um, was there anything, uh, any omissions uh, in particular that you that you were missing? Uh, I like like all the wine. That's oh, a really yeah, that good song. Really good. Mm -hmm. They didn't play Secret Meeting either, right? I don't think no. so. Yeah, no. those are two of my favorites off Alligator. That's a really shabby, fun song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good lyrics. I I wanted to hear Sea of Love. So fast. 
I really love that song. Um, I also like. I feel like they've never. They probably don't play the song that much, but I really like the song "Demons" by them. Um, it's like a really dark song though, so I feel like they probably don't play that one live very much. Mm. Um, yeah, I was pretty bummed not to hear "Sea of Love" though. That was like that's probably my favorite song by them. Um, yeah. I was missing. This is a weird one from High Violet, but Lemon World. So happy I was invited. Give me a reason to get out of the city. See you inside, watching swans on TV. Living and dying in New York, it means nothing to me. I gave my heart to the army. Oh, I love Lemon World too. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love that song. It's just, it's like. Structurally, it's almost a little clumsy, but uh, mm-hmm. I just I really like the verses of that song. Um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought it was a good set. It it recontextualized a few songs off the new album mm-hmm. that um, totally. I was a little ambivalent about that made me enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where you, you had your soul with you was really good. Yeah, <sighs> the backup Oof. singers were great. Yeah, yes. and, and whereas great, yeah. the the presence of the female vocalists on the recorded version of the album feels to me anyway um tacked on not uh, it feels uh performative which is a weird thing to say about a performance but it, it yeah, feels it, it feels a little unnatural um yeah. but yeah live it it all meshed really well yeah i agree i um i think a highlight for me was light years mother last weekend in the park to be our song for our wedding um that's that's the one off the new album that's like uh i have to try not to cry every time i think about it or something yeah Yeah, no i i think i think i did shed a tear during it actually it's just like a she's a cry i'm like i'm a cry you're swaying like in my head no i know the piano is like i'm thinking of like i every time i hear that piano i think of us like i it's cheesy as fuck but i think of us like slow dancing to it i always do Cause it just—it's just. Ugh. Sasha's talking to Phoebe Bridgers, right? Yeah, now. I'm talking to Phoebe. That ghost. Can't really, I can't ghost. really get a that grasp on her, but you know, yeah. she's there. Well, the cool problems. thing about dancing with the ghost, though, is that they can just kind of phase I'm into you. Dancing with the ghost. Yeah, massage your spleen, you know, and your spleen is tender. Love yeah. a good spleen massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was played before they started playing? Was it just some like? melodic stuff that they created for the show or was it something because I loved it oh, oh I don't know yeah. I don't remember I feel like it was an original composition but yeah I, like I yeah. didn't recognize but I, it I heard it and it was like candy to my ears I was like I just want to like listen to this on repeat mm-hmm. and there weren't really any words or it was Mm-mm. very yeah. like yeah. dragged out if there were but it was beautiful mm-hmm. I don't know I'd love to hear that again it was a good good stage show in general, though. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. visualizations. Yep. Um, yeah. Makes sense. It, it was it was visual like uh, aesthetically consistent with the album, but mm-hmm. different enough to where it it felt like a a singular thing created for their their tour. Totally. Yeah. Um, I I don't like the current 
era of Desner hair that we're in. <laughs> I yeah. I liked I liked the the high violet era of like short hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're in kind of a weird. Shady. I spend too much time in the studio. Uh, yeah, kind totally. of point right now. And they probably do. It, it they it look they look like their hair smells. Yeah. And I like I like I understand. They are a touring band. They're they're like they're famous, but they're probably not famous enough to be put put up at like five star hotels every night. Right, right. They are probably still sleeping on a bus, like maybe a nice bus, but like mm-hmm. you know, not ideal conditions, but just like mm-hmm. I don't want to you're they very collaborate talented. so much though. Like they gotta be pulling in some. They're money. probably soups busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soups. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, they produce so much. Yeah. For like other artists. Maybe they should stuff. produce themselves a haircut. Ooh. <laughs> Man, that's a Damn. sick burn. Damn. <laughs> um, what else can we talk about? Uh, do we want to talk about those two dudes? The bros that were behind us. Bros. The, the sixty-year-old bros. They were so old. Why were they talking so much? And uh, the one guy was like. Oh, this is a good one. This is an old one. Yeah. I fucking love this song, man. Too much. Oh, man. I love love this one. And then he said that fucking thing. He was like, I want them to come back out, but leave the women backstage. The chicks. Yeah. The chicks, yeah. I don't care about the chicks. I did turn around and give a stare, because I was like, like, really? Like, what is fucking wrong with people? Like, and and (laughs) This is a weird way to contextualize it, but as like a weird... As like a gross old dude, wouldn't you want to see chicks on stage? Yeah, yeah. that's just them being like. I idiot. like it. It's really well. Con- it's because they really weren't young and hot, you know. And then at the same time, I'm like, are women. we listening to the same music? Like, how does anyone with your mentality get into the national? I know. I yeah. I that was another thing. I was kind of surprised, but I was surprised by some of the audience. It was definitely like an older crowd. I feel like a lot, there were still kind of a lot of like bro-y people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a lot That just of were loud and just not suited to be at a, not, like, I don't want to say that like snobby like thing, like they don't, I don't know. There should be a they, quiz though going yeah. into a national show. It's like, what was the last book you read? Yeah. <laughs> There's also what was the last time you were quiet? <laughs> <laughs> When was when was the last time you said something horrible to a woman? Fucking yesterday. Trick question. You were supposed to say I've never done that. Yep. Have you ever? Or read I it? did it once three years ago, and then I learned from that over mm-hmm. a course of self exploration and self betterment. Have you ever let a pregnant woman take your seat on the L? <laughs> no, fuck. Pregnant chicks shouldn't be on the train. Leave them backstage. Pregnant <laughs> women are gross. <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, they're chicks. Please. Oh shit. We need to reduce them. Pregnant mm. chicks. And by that virtue, we cheap cheap. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Pregnant baby chicks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it's funny. We, so we, we, we took our seats, and there were two guys in front of us that were vaping. And I was mm-hmm. like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. And then they were, they were quiet the most throughout the chill. Whole, just enjoying yeah. the concert. Mm-hmm. They were the most chill. quiet young boys. And I was like, God, God bless you, you vaping, you sick cotton cloud breathing uh-huh. bros. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Just goes to show, don't judge a book by its cover, by unless its that tape. cover is two 60-year-old dudes who are wearing <laughs> weird shorts. <laughs> or anytime you are uh, have your baseball cap on backwards with your sunglasses on top Did of they have hat. that? I think one of them did. Well, they were wearing backwards caps, yeah. Maybe not the sunglasses on there, and then holding their 
you know, hand over a right, shade, yes. even <laughs> though they literally have two forms of shade on top of their head. Their eyebrows at, are stuck to their Ready hat. at any moment to be turned around. <laughs> well, at that, sh- at that point, you just buy the deerstalker hat that has the two brims. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So on. you get your neck and you get your face. And yep. your back. And, and you look like a, a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other stray observations that you want to share with our listeners about the national at Huntington Bake? P- ba- I keep on saying Huntington Bake it's Pavilion. Easy to, yeah, it's yeah. Easy to fuck up. Huntington Get Baked Pavilion, bro. Just don't go to the venue. Don't, don't go, go to that go. venue. We gave it a second try, and it was yeah. We gave it a second try, and I, I, it was worse than the first time. time. I would amend no. that too. If you're gonna go see a band like ACDC or yes. like like. The Foo Fighters. Fucking hard band. Yeah, like a band that's going to be so loud that you're mm-hmm. not going to hear the idiots around you. Yeah, then I was it like, seems I was like thinking, I was like, <laughs> I bet like, like, yeah, I was like thinking like Arctic Monkeys, I bet like they would probably yeah. be a good play. Like, or yeah, Foo Fighter, Fighters, Metallica, like anybody who has a lot more energy and there's a lot more loudness and everybody's going to be wanting to yeah. jump up and... But like if Iron and Wine somehow is yeah. playing the Huntington Bank Pavilion, oh, yeah, don't go. go to that show. Anderson or... Pac played there recently and Ooh. I just felt, I feel like that was not going to be a good... Or no. Florence and the Machine. Imagine she played there too. mashing up a bunch of bros with the Florence and Machine audience. I can't imagine. That would be that. a real yeah. shit yeah. show. I would she hope... She can be pretty loud though, right? I would hope... Yeah, she can be. I think it has a lot to do with her voice, but I feel like her energy, I would hope that her energy would not Con- like, um, connect. Con- Why am I trying to say connect? <laughs> not connect. Um, never mind. It's not gonna. You know, there's gonna be a bunch of basic white girls named Cindy there, though, that talk the whole show in a very high pitch. Listen, she line. already played there, yeah. so we can ask Cindy. Every we can ask Cindy, Cindy we know. Every Cindy we know. <laughs> yeah, just look just, online. How many Cindys Google were at the Florence and the Machine Huntington concert? Bank Pavilion? Cindy, Florence, <laughs> Why are plus you the Machine. Why Cindy? <laughs> But you know, it, 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 it it's got me thinking about venues that 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 uh, cater to a, a wide uh, a, a wide array of attendees and have a very open space. And me saying Iron and Wine reminded this uh, reminded me of this because I went to see Iron and Wine play a free show at Millennium Park, mm-hmm. which is so so their amphitheater is, is very open. But acoustically, it's also amazing. Probably m- much better design than um, what is the Northerly other Island. Northerly Island, Northerly Island, yeah. Um, which Northerly Island and Huntington Bake Pavilion are the same place. I don't. Why does it have two I names? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, but I, I remember at that show, it was like it was a middle of the day show, and it was an absolutely packed field, mm-hmm. and I could hear the music just fine. Like mm-hmm. I could hear both conversation and music. So oh, I think maybe nice. there's something about the crowd that was at that Iron and Wine show mixed with the acoustics where it was like an, an enjoyable experience all around, whereas this was just like a, a hassle. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, still would highly recommend seeing them. Yeah. They're a great yeah. band. Um, would love, I would love to get the chance to somehow see them in a small venue. Yeah, see it would be indoors. incredible. God, mm-hmm. it would be incredible. Yeah, they've been playing like nothing but amphitheater shows this summer, so. Yeah, they're at that level. And see Always. Yeah, yeah definitely see always. They're so good. Do what too. we weren't able to. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Okay? Bend the light, cry, baby, cry. Oh, the water's arising. Still no surprise in you. Bend the light, cry, baby. It's been another two weeks. It's been. A fortnight, if you will. Oh. And we've got some songs to 
force you to listen to. Bitch, forcing you. Uh, <laughs> open your ear holes for me. Open them up. <laughs> for me. Dilate those ear holes and allow us to cram our songs into them. Dilate them, baby. Mm-hmm. Baby. Uh, gaping ear holes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so it seems like everyone's kind of frantically going on their phone. So I guess I'll, I'll, I'll kick this one off. Yeah. Um, so The National is uh, a, a great rock band, but um, inextricably Caucasian. Um, and very hard. They, they do play a very kind of specific brand of, of white boy, sad boy, indie rock, um, of which this group or guy also falls under this. Um, this was uh, an album that was kind of, uh, lingering in my Spotify download library for a while that I just never jumped into. And then uh, a friend recommended this specific song off of this album. Um, and it is called Powerful Man by parentheses Sandy, close parentheses Alex G. Oh, I love it, Alex This week, cause she thinks her family is going crazy. Guess it started with the baby. She um, off of the album like Rocket. Yeah. Um, first of all, nice. Amazing album art mm-hmm. with a, a very good-looking goat slash ram because he's got he's got very good horns. Yeah, he or she you can't identify the gender of the goat. Maybe it's non-binary. Maybe it's maybe it's 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 a they goat. I'm not projecting. Um, yeah. But uh, powerful man is uh, so Sandy Alex G is is ex awesome. some band right? Formerly of I some band. I think so. Really? I'm not sure which. Think. So, anyway, I know he's been like releasing music on SoundCloud for uh, hmm. for for like years and years and years. So, uh, very interesting voice, um, mm-hmm. kind of shabby production, uh, a lot of instruments. Um, in particular, in Powerful Man, there is a fiddle that plays in such a high register that it borders on dissonance, but it's it it stays reined in enough to where it adds a, a nice. Uh, a nice, uh, weird, almost grating sonic quality, but but rounds out the sound of the of the song in a really nice way. Cool. Who got one? Who? Who do? You have one? Mm, yeah, I'd say a good summer song would be a uh, song of the summer, or just a good summer song. Just a catchy okay. summer song would gotcha. be uh, no wide, need to "Wide Awake" by Parquet Courts. It's always a good song. It's a good song to fun. shake your booty to, mm-hmm. or your boobies. Yeah. Boobies or boobies. Shake both at the same, same, wow, well, yeah. same time. At the taint time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, just love any song with a whistle. Just, mm-hmm. just right in the, just right, right in the goddamn middle. into the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's a song that you could use to direct traffic also. <laughs> it's, it's great multitasking. <laughs> I feel like you would have to re- make the traffic go by really rapidly. Yeah, though, very fast. Like, you'd, have, you'd be giving a lot of signals really quick. <laughs> and all these cars are just like crash right yeah. into each other. It would basically be like Kendrick Lamar at the end, or like towards the end of the King's King's Dead video, where he's like just in the middle of traffic and there's cars zooming around him. Mm-hmm. And Is then you King's say Dead mission accomplished, and then you just throw your traffic vest on the ground and walk away and burn it? as oh. a slurry of. Uh, a slurry of slaughtered tears? vehicles oh. just sit there on the road okay. smoking yikes all right mike is uh, mike oh wow um mission accomplished uh, <laughs> maybe i'll save one of these for next week 
Um, I think I'm gonna go. Fuck. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna go. go <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, Vagabond's new song, Flood Hands. Ooh, I'm so excited. Um, I am like kind of. How you I, get? I, hey, Vagabond. How'd you get that voice? Yeah. Who'd you steal I'm it from? I'm obsessed with her voice. It's like earth shaking. It is, and like I'm, I just love her, like energy. Whole thing. Her whole thing. Like she's so cool. Yep. Um, I'm, I genuinely like want to be her best friend. Um, and she's beautiful as fuck yes. too. Um, yeah, that song is great. I, I. She got a good head shape. She does it's have a, a good very head shape. Good head yeah. shape. She has it's a good important. head shape. Oh, she's just everything. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that song's great. It's it's just, I, I've just been waiting for her to come back mm -hmm. for a while, so I'm, I'm very excited that she's back and highly, highly recommend it. Did it did feel like like her, her debut album got some attention, but it yeah. felt like a lot of people slept on it. When yeah. Totally. It, it, like, I feel like we, we, we're talking about how cool she is, and that's a little bit in jest, but mm -hmm. it also, it was surprising how many people slept on that album given like how tight the aesthetic around totally, it was. Totally, yeah. Tight, like her whole look is we know there's a reason for that but i'm not gonna say yeah yeah she's black guys she's black that's why and a woman and she's a woman so chicks man chicks chicks am i right yeah anyway oh just want to say too we're seeing her open for angel olsen so that's very exciting when is i can't wait i think it's in october maybe it's either october november it's around there yeah i'm very very excited yep for that how'd you let me go um, I already went. I oh, you did. God. <laughs> um, my song this week would be "Still Here" two by weeks. Bobby Kidd. Two weeks. Oh, Every sorry. two weeks. This is my two-second week, week song. Rack. Wait. Folks, and it's "Still Here" by Bobby Kidd. Still here. Still here every two weeks. <laughs> Jeez. So if you didn't catch all that, listener, the song is called Still Here Every Two Weeks. No. <laughs> Why? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> so it's like, like 150 degrees right it's, now. It's called, yeah, it's a thousand it's called I'm, I'm Gonna Be Here in Two Weeks by mm -hmm. Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, really, what's it called? It's called Still Here by Bobby Kidd. Bobby Kidd, okay. All by right. Bobby's World Kid. I'm done. I'm Boy Meets done World. I'm done talking. Because it's Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this podcast down from the inside. <laughs> Who cut all my XLR cables in half? Still Here by Bobby Kidd. Yes. It's a great song. I've never heard of Bobby Kidd. What what does he sound like? They. She. She. Oh, like, they. Uh, she's just got a great like indie voice. Um, it's very pure, but the lyrics are so great. And um, the album that that's off of, which is called Peach, is also great front to back. You can just start Would it at the top. Would you say it's a real peach of an album? Michael. I'm just filling in for Julian. Would here. you say it's that you could long just for, for a second? You know? He was giving me one break for once. <laughs> this entire goddamn podcast. Take it right in there. Would you say you could eat a peach for hours? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Face off. What? 
yeah, no. It's a great album. So she's it's a, a great song. indie singer, so mm-hmm. very breathy. No, she's got a very clear Absolutely. tone. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> I'd love to hear the rest of that song. I wouldn't. <laughs> no one else would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's who, it. Who that's would you I say got. she sounds like? No one. This is it. <laughs> Well, we'll return like in no another two weeks everything. without Jillian, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be here, Ph- but Phoebe, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> Phoebe, do you think we could get you to be on mic? Yeah, she's, not, she's not moving. I don't... Oh, no. No, okay, no. She's, she's not going to be on mic. She's just sleeping. She's shy. She's sleeping, standing well, she's, up. She's nocturnal. A lot of I mean, people she, don't know that about her. She ate a lot of soup. Like <laughs> She's going to have to take a nap after that. Um, folks, for another two weeks, thank you very much for listening. Because we do this every two weeks, Jillian. Please remember that. <laughs> and we're still time. here Jillian? in two weeks. <laughs> um, if you like what you heard, first of all, thanks. I guess we don't know how you managed to stick with it because it's a lot of nonsense. Uh, but if you liked it, rate us on iTunes. Or I guess iTunes isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. Rate it's us not. on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna get weird. To that's gonna. It's very hot, and my brain is, is, so hot. is, is, is like screeching to yeah. a halt. I don't want to um, be held accountable for anything I've said on this podcast. Yeah, today. I didn't say anything I said. Yeah. Good thing we didn't record any of this. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, yes. It's very influential, however you feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you want to write to us and just say hi, um, mm. send us a picture of your uh, cherubic... Um, beautific faces. Dogs and cats, too. Dogs and cats. Um, send us all your gazpacho recipes, too. Send please. us those good, good gazpacho, gazpacho <laughs> yeah, she need, she here. Needs We could some. really use some she gazpacho. Some. I love Phoebe. cold, zesty water. Um, <laughs> zesty water. Um, when you're expecting something to be cold and it hits your lips at room temp, it's going to feel like a burning sensation. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to send us anything correspondence-wise, you can reach us at dybepod at gmail.com. Once again, uh, just so I don't hammer over the last few letters, dybepod at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Instagram at dybepod. <laughs> and Jillian is dabbing. <laughs> so the dab I pod. think that's our cue to exit. <laughs> Um, for another two weeks on behalf of everyone who's dabbing right now dab off uh, now everyone has officially dabbed and I don't know what's going on with the world thank you for listening we'll see you in another two weeks bye bye bye